WindailySports.com, the Better Baseball Podcast. Uh, check out all the content, WindailySports.com, MLB DFS picks, pivot starting pitchers, and why I'm starting out with that stuff because uh, I, I think I need to let it be known here that every time I do go through these slates, uh, I am looking at one thing and one thing only, and that is the articles we have at Win Daily Sports. They do a great job, and uh, I am highlighting some of the things that I see from this article, and I use it uh, like Arihara against the Angels. I use that to make a bet on the Rangers plus 195 and a hit. So I just want to give credit to my guys, Adam and Brian, for all of this stuff. But this is going to be a really focused Better Baseball podcast because there is a lot of big numbers. There are a lot of uh, kind of lopsided matchups here. I mean, just look at Cardinals, Nationals. We got Rangers, Angels. Uh, look at all these money lines here. Then you get a finally a close one that we're on, as you can see, on the Atlanta Braves. But we'll get to that. I mean, just big money line spreads pretty much all over the place or matchups that I don't really want to go after. So uh, it's it's a, a bit of a tough slate here uh, because when you do try and go after the, the underdogs and especially the big money line underdogs, uh, there is risk involved. And it's just trying to find the right spots to do it. But in this slate, when you do see pitching matchups like this that are very lopsided, uh, you can definitely find an advantage. That's where I start going a little bit into the prop market. I go for team totals. Uh, you know, I go for maybe strikeouts, uh, props for pitchers as well. Now, we don't have many of those out already because it's uh, too early for those to be out here on the books. Uh, but I'll just start 1 o'clock. Now, right away, I can tell you about this game that I know. Uh, it is going to be raining here in Philadelphia. Let me see if I can find... Uh, just check on my weather app real quick. Uh, by about 2 or 3 o'clock, it's going to be windy. It's going to be rainy. Uh, it's even going to be a little bit colder today than it has been, uh, low 60s. So it is not the best weather at Citizens Bank Park. So I would say not to tread lightly, but this is a game that could be delayed for a little bit. Um, so if Zach Eflin's having a great game, you know, an hour into this and the wind and the rain starts coming, you know, it, it could be. But at least for now, I'm going to go with uh, the Philadelphia Phillies here, a minus 127. So they've lost the first two games in this series. Bats finally uh, a little bit came alive for the Phillies. Now this is going to all kind of come down to their lineup. And so I'll mention this first. We'll likely go back to this as we come back a little bit later into the Better Baseball podcast. My name is John Jansen, by the way. Follow me at jjansen34. But I will come back to this game a little bit later because what I'm looking for to see is maybe, I know Didi Gregorius has been out with an elbow injury. He needs to be in the lineup. Uh, but so far, I think I, I like Anthony DiSchilfini. Obviously, he's pitching really well this season, an ERA of 1.06. But... It's obviously his numbers are due at some point, or he's due for at least a game at some point uh, to get hit a little bit. And this seems like with the Phillies at home, the Phillies lineup is okay against right-handed pitching. It's actually pretty good. Um, it's above average by all kind of metrics and standards. Uh, they have obviously a few bats that can hit right-handed pitching. Gene Segura was one of those, but I don't really think uh, he's going to play today. And then also Bryce Harper, very well against right-handed pitching. Any bet on who it's a home run for the Phillies game today? You know what? I'm, I'm waiting for one guy, and that would be Didi Gregorius if he comes back. Uh, then I see him being a potential for a home run against Dee Scofini. But at this point, um, for the Phillies and that game in general, 
again, a little bit of weather problems here. I know it's really windy, but it's also going to be rainy as well. So uh, it's not really the best conditions in this game. Uh, let me see if I can find the props. So what would be somewhat interesting in a Reese Hoskins at a home run last night, but he's been terrible against right-handed pitching. Uh, Brandon Belt, Mike Yastrzemski could be good here, but I think with Zach Wheeler, or uh, Zach Eflin, excuse me, wrong Zach on the Philly starting rotation. But Zach Eflin, he, he does a pretty good job of keeping the ball down now, and that's what's kind of been his bread and butter, using that two-seam kind of heavy fastball down in the zone, and he's a ground ball pitcher now. So I, I would hesitate to take anything with the San Francisco Giants side of things, but Didi Gregorius, as you see right here, you know, plus 500. If he plays today, I actually think it's a little bit of value, and, and I think it's perfect for him uh, as a, a lefty up against the righty here that I think Didi could definitely take one out of the yard. But I think the easy one, just because he's been making hard contact, he's been getting on base, the numbers are way up. Uh, if you just want to take the hot streak of Bryce Harper and use that plus 380 on the money line, I think that would be the best. As we just saw yesterday, obviously there's a little bit of pop, uh, random pop in the Giants lineup, um, but I'm not really too high on that bet, at least for today. I know Tommy Lastella hit a home run, Buster Posey hit a couple of them, but I think I'm I'm going to back off of that side just because I think Eflin does a pretty good job of keeping the ball in the yard. Uh, he's keeping the ball down now, uh, and, and he's actually become a pretty effective pitcher. I'm actually... I'm on the Phillies because of that, really. I, I like the matchup with Eflin. I actually think he does a better job in this matchup. Uh, Eflin, out of all the Phillies pitchers, I think is pitching. Um, you know, Aaron Nola had that complete game shut up. Before that, I think Eflin was one of the better Phillies pitchers and pitching the best. So uh, if, if I'm going anything here, you know, maybe I looked a little bit for the runs after the first five innings. Um, if I can try and find that one, total runs, first five innings. And the under four and a half is a little bit tempting because I think, A, that the uh, Zach Eflin can pretty much hold down the Giants lineup. But Di Scolfini, if you're not high on the Phillies and you think that because of their lineup problems, which are obviously there, uh, they're putting guys like Nick Mayton, Mickey Moniak in. You know, they had a couple of hits last night and were responsible for run. Uh, but obviously, they would want Didi Gregorius in there. Andrew McCutcheon and Reese Hoskins, we'll see where they're at in the lineup. I know Joe Girardi's trying different things, but the problem is uh, there's not a lot of options for this Phillies lineup at this point. It's either boom or bust with Bryce Harper, JT Romuto, and now let's see if Didi Gregorius gets back into the lineup. And if he does, I do like the Phillies here, but if you want to bet on the pitching matchup, I do think uh, Zach Eflin does a great job against the Giants today. I'm going to go the under four and a half minus 129. It's a little bit of juice, so if you're you're scared of that juice and uh, you think that's a little bit too much, then uh, I, I would definitely stay away from it. But it's the same as the money line. If I'm going with either bet, I may stick with that first five under. But the, well, I'll see. I'll, I'll go back to this game. I just wanted to highlight it right away at first because I think once we get the lineups, which should be coming in uh, pretty soon now, in, in probably a few minutes, uh, we'll see what the lineup is and whether or not the Phillies, I think, match up well against Anthony DiScofini. WindailySports.com. Check out the MLB DFS picks and pivots and also starting rotation articles. Again, I take a lot from that, a lot of information and try and apply it into uh, kind of my bets here for today on the better baseball podcast. Now, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I I've been staying away primarily from 
seven inning games from double headers. Uh, but this one, I know Tyler Anderson seemed to be, he was a DFS play from yesterday. And I think people really liked him uh, to be in the lineups, but obviously uh, for DFS purposes, I don't know if he's going to be there, but at least the plus one Oh five. Uh, I know Michael Fulmer has been good as well, but this Tigers team and Pirates team are very close. I think the pitching matchup is pretty good in this one as well between Fulmer and Anderson. I think Anderson does a really good job against this Tigers lineup. Uh, I, I actually want to see if I can get, let me see the money line first five uh, plus one Oh five. I think I'll take that. The money line is pretty much just about the same. It is the same for the full game. So I'll take one of five. I think Anderson uh, does a good job. And I think he outpitches Fulmer today. Anderson, a 4.02 ERA Fulmer, a three. Uh, but I know Tyler Anderson has done a fantastic job, uh, left-handed pitcher on the mound, and he should do pretty well against, I think the Tigers bats. I know left-hand left-handed pitchers. Let me get um, the numbers here to kind of back this up a little bit, but I know left-handed pitching has done pretty well against Detroit. Um, so I, I think I want to, kind of pick on that a little bit and take my chances at some plus money. It's one of the closer lines and I, I'll take advantage of the pitching matchup here. Let's see where Detroit is at. Ah, uh, I guess where they're at against left-handed pitching. Uh, they are all the way at the bottom in terms of Woba run created plus. Uh, yeah, not very good against left-handed pitching. So I think I might take my chances on that matchup, but don't go full five, you know, instead of going the full five, just take Tyler Anderson, the plus plus one Oh five first five innings. And you know, and now it's a, if this was a little bit of a full game and I was getting better return on the full game uh, in a seven inning game, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure exactly how I want to handicap seven inning games and double headers yet. But I do know that I, at least if this was a little bit more of plus money on the side of the full game, I might as well just take my chances and hope that those next two innings, I already think the Pirates obviously are going to win the first five. Take my chances on those next two innings just for a little bit of return. But I know at least for now, since the money line is the same, plus 105 for both first five and full game. Uh, I like Tyler Anderson against the Detroit Tigers bats. I think he does a really good job here. And uh, I'll take my chances on that, especially at some plus money. All right, so there's some other games on this matchup. I'm staying away from the Twins and Maeda, uh, Twins and Maeda against Frankie Montas and the Athletics. Uh, just I know twins dealing with some issues, COVID issues, all of that. This one too, I may be trying a little bit too hard to pick on Carlos Martinez. Um, he's not been good and not just his stuff, but you look at his ERA, he's been out also early in a lot of games, but I see the run totals in the games that he's pitched. He has lost all three of those games, by the way. So if you want to look money line, but he's pitched five innings with earned runs of six, three, and four so far this season. Two of those lineups, the Phillies and Brewers. Phillies good against right-handed pitching. Uh, Brewers okay. Cincinnati great, but um, I think the Brewers and Phillies lineups obviously are lineups that should be able to attack for Carlos Martinez, and he hasn't been able to. So Carlos Martinez in those three games, though, and those totals for those teams, twelve runs for Cincinnati, nine for Milwaukee, and nine for the Phillies. There have been a lot of runs scored uh, by the opposing teams against Carlos Martinez. The Nationals don't have Juan Soto. He is out, which is obviously a big loss. And look, Washington isn't really the best against right-handed pitching. The only one that you would really say that can hit right-handed pitching probably that well is Juan Soto, and he's not there. That being said, I don't, this is plus money, a gut feeling. 
I want to pick on the pitching matchup here. You know, we, we do a little bit of pitching matchup for, let's just say, Corbin Burns. You know, I always put him out there, and I don't care what the matchup is because, well, I think he's going to do well. Padres don't strike out a lot. Padres struck out a ton last night against Corbin Burns. And I'm going to do a little bit of the same thing here. Carlos Martinez is just not good. Maybe it doesn't matter the matchup. It doesn't matter the lineup that he's going up against. I think you just know that Carlos Martinez is not pitching well and that there's a, a potential for him to get rocked early on and seeing the run totals of 9, 9, and 12 of opposing teams against Martinez or at least in games that Martinez has started. I think it plus money. Four and a half is a lot. I don't trust the Nationals too much, but I trust that Martinez is not a good pitcher, and I will take my chances a little bit on some plus money there, uh, plus 116 for the Washington Nationals uh, to get four and a half runs, over four and a half runs in that game. What bet I do like, and a couple bets from this one. I I want to be all over the Braves today. Now, if you don't want to go money line, which I completely understand, uh, Ian Anderson, there is definitely potential for Ian Anderson uh, to get a little bit rocked here because uh, the Yankees can hit the fastball. Ian Anderson's fastball has been a little bit wild at times, hangs it over the plate. And so there is, for sure, even though that the Yankees aren't hitting well against right-handed pitching, and if you want to check out the MLB starting rotation article, uh, Yankees haven't been hitting right-handed pitching at all well this season. And you know what? Since he laid it out so well, uh, Adam did, in that article in dailysports.com, check out the starting rotation piece. It is really good. I, I will read through some of the numbers because it is just really bad. And I think uh, I, I just want to lay it out there so you plainly know just how bad it is and why I, I might be taking a chance on the Braves here on the money line at plus money. Uh, average, 27th. On base percentage, 17th. Slugging, 29th. Uh, OPS, 23rd. ISO, 22nd. Woba, 21st. And runs created, plus 17th. Uh, they rank in the bottom half and bottom portion of the league in a lot of categories against right-handed pitching. Ian Anderson has talent. He has a great changeup. It's not been great so far this season. I mean, he's not been completely getting torched the way, let's say, I don't know what Carlos Martinez has, but it's not been pretty so far. I like this stuff, though. I think at plus 110, especially with the pitching matchup, I think Ian Anderson's the better pitcher for sure. Ian Anderson has had his problems. Nowhere near the amount of problems that Corey Kluber is having. Look, unfortunately, guy just doesn't have it. Uh, Kluber does not have anything left in the tank. He's been getting rocked. The hard contact rate is way, way, way up. And the Braves are without Ronald Acuna Jr. They did get Ozzy Albies back. I still think there's enough pop in this lineup to get over four and a half runs. I know Brian mentioned in his article, MLB DFS picks and pivots, uh, that the wind was going to be going out in right field. So he expects there to be some runs in this game. And I'm, uh, you know, if you expect there to be runs, you want to go Yankees as well. And you think they can hit the fastball, uh, which they do pretty well against Ian Anderson. There you go. But also those right-handed splits give me a little bit of worry. So I'm going to go down to the Braves at plus 120 uh, for that money line over four and a half. I think that is the best spot. What do you think Houston run line against the Colorado Rockies. Um, I will admit, I looked at this game, and there wasn't anything that I really liked. Now, Gomber, I did pick on before, because I will I will fully admit, I looked at, at Gomber, Carlos. I saw that and immediately went, okay, I, I maybe should pick on this matchup, but 
I, I was reading up a bit again in the articles, and Gomer hasn't been giving hard contact rate. It's whether or not he can get down the walks. His whip was way up, and he wasn't allowing many hits, too. I think in his first two starts, only allowed two hits, but his whip was well over one, and it was all over the place. Now, the Dodgers finally able to get to him a little bit for three runs. He had seven Ks, and you see there the walks finally down. Um, the strikeouts, I don't expect to be going up the way they have, uh, but the, the walks finally kind of uh, averaged out a little bit. It's not at a ridiculous rate like it was earlier in the season. So, Gomber... He probably can give up a few runs here in Colorado, and the Astros certainly have the lineup to do it. They just haven't been doing it lately. I would like to say the Astros, and I would like to maybe say run line uh, because I do think they have the advantage a little bit in the pitching matchup, but Gomer isn't getting hit nearly as hard, uh, I think, as some people would expect. It's just that he doesn't have, I don't think, the strikeout stuff. He has a little bit of problems with control at times. Uh, it's it's not like his stuff is overly dominant. I think pitchers see his stuff pretty well, uh, but he doesn't and hasn't been getting hit hard. So I will say no on Houston. Now, let me take a look at the run line, you know, if it's plus money. And if you're basically just expecting uh, Houston after only scoring two runs in their last two games each, uh, and two runs in Colorado yesterday, and you're expecting just a bounce back, and it's a gut feeling. Hey, man, if you got the gut, gut feeling and you think it's going to happen, you know, obviously it's Colorado and things can happen. And so Astros can put up some runs here. Uh, Yerquity is is not a bad pitcher, and the Rockies lineup obviously not good. I would stay away from this a little bit, though. Uh, the Astros lineup is cooled off a bit. Gomer hasn't been getting hit that hard. and. It sounds a little bit odd when you look at the whip and you look at the walk rate and, you know, this guy's all over the place, but uh, I, I just, I don't find enough there to think that the Astros for sure uh, on the run line can hit around Colorado enough to win that game. I just, I, I want to stay away from that one. So good question. I did look there. I know people are looking because I had a question about stacking Houston yesterday. Uh, I, I had a question about run line yesterday as well with Houston. I'm, I'm backing off. Personally, I'm backing off with Houston. Uh, they've cooled off. I just need to see it a little bit more before it can happen. And Gomer is the matchup I thought that I wanted to maybe take with Houston. But once you kind of look into it a little bit deeper, Gomer really isn't the surefire. You know, you got you to gotta get this guy or, or stack against him. Uh, I just don't think he's that kind of pitcher. WindailySports.com. Again, I'm getting all this stuff. Starting rotation and MLB DFS picks and pivots. All, both of those stories, articles can be found on our website, WindailySports.com. Dot com. So I am on the Braves, though, plus 110. But also, as you see, I think I have the Braves, too, over four and a half, the plus 120 uh, on the money line as well. I'm all over the Braves today. Only one run. Didn't look that great against the Yankees. But I think with the, uh, like as Brian mentioned, there's a little bit of wind in right field. I know in the Northeast there are going to be some weather uh, issues, concerns, and it's going to affect games all over the Northeast, especially here in Philadelphia today. Uh, but I think with the Braves, I, I think they're going to crush Kluber early in that one, and I'm going to take them. Uh, Reds, I know I love Tyler Mayo. One thing I do want to point out, I would take a strikeout props, but I don't think we're going to get the strikeout props uh, right now. Yes, we do. Over seven and a half at plus 117. Uh, let me check a little bit of that just to see and make sure that I do want to take that. Tyler Mayo has been very good, and he's a very good strikeout pitcher, and I know he has been highlighted uh, in the starting rotation article, and I, I completely agree that 
Um, he could be a good start here. Now, Diamondbacks did highlight good against fastballs, but so far, left-handed hitters have not done well. A high strikeout rate, 41.4% against them. And uh, there's going to be a, a few lefties in the lineup, plenty of lefties. So I will look at the over 7.5 with Tyler Mail. I just want to make sure, too, just the average is what he's actually been doing. Uh, this is a 7-inning game, but I don't think that's going to uh, deter me at all from this one. He has Ks of 7, 6, and 9. He did face Arizona before and had 6. That was in four innings. Uh, so if he's able to go a little bit deeper into this one, go past those four innings, has only gone five innings twice and not gone past five innings. Uh, so this one's a little bit of a risk here at plus 117. Uh, I, so maybe I might back off, but maybe the second time around, he does end up getting it. But also, since it's second time around, I'm not going to take my chances on it. I'll actually back off of that real quick. Uh, one matchup I am trying to take advantage of, the Mike Fultonavich special. I know Brian said, Fultonavich not doing that bad. Uh, still, though, he's been giving up a lot of runs in ERA over five. Uh, I think I'm going to take here the Los Angeles Angels. I took them last night, and look, their lineup is not one that you should be going to the window every single time team total and go over, 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 especially now they're dealing with a couple of injuries. I, I just don't think so, but they do crush right-handed pitching. Fultonavich's slider has been good. His fastball velocity has been up, but the Angels lineup, I trust to hit right-handed pitching, and I trust to hit this right-handed pitcher. They're at home. Uh, they, they, I think they hit Fultonavich very well in this game. Give me the team total over uh, for the Angels in this game as well. And real quick, uh, just Pirates. We gone over the Angels, and uh, that's pretty much it. I was going to try and stay on long enough. Again, what we're going to look out for, uh, is the lineup for the Phillies. If anything seems completely off with the Phillies lineup, you know, uh, obviously the one we're going to look for is Didi Gregorius. If he's in the lineup, I love the Phillies in this spot. Uh, but if he's not, uh, then things get a little bit weird because Reese Hoskins, if he's up, if Reese Hoskins and McCutcheon both are near the top of the lineup uh, at all, you can't, you just can't bet the Phillies. Uh, and I might go under because Reese Hoskins has been atrocious against right-handed pitching uh, Andrew McCutcheon has been as well. They haven't been good in general. If they're anywhere near the top of the lineup and Reese Hoskins batting second again, McCutcheon batting leadoff, it's just – and they're dealing with injuries too. So uh, I think Brad Miller, though, is going to end up getting the start at first. I would assume, I would hope, uh, that would be a much better matchup. But also they have an injury at second base, so Brad Miller might play a little bit of second base as well. Uh, it, it just depends, really. Uh, if anything, I might go to the first five under four and a half. You have to pay the juice up a little bit, but I don't trust these lineups at all. And I think Zach Eflin does a great job. Uh, Di Scalfini has been great this season in the Phillies lineup. Uh, they did put up six runs yesterday, and it was, this was a 10-6 ball game. So I know 16 runs. John, why are you going next game first five under? Well, these lineups don't really hit like that too often. And I think both pitchers match up pretty well against these teams. The only thing you have to worry about, I think, truly – is if Bryce Harper, JT Romuto end up maximizing the damage and putting up a lot of runs. But look, if, if you see this lineup and you see McCutcheon, Reese Hoskins at the top, uh, I would just bet on the first five under. I think Scalfini should do a pretty good job. Uh, yes, might, I might need to pitch around Bryce Harper, might need to pitch around JT Romuto. But other than that, you should cruise around the rest of this lineup. Nick Baton, Mickey Moniak both had hits last night. Don't expect them 
uh, to be hitting much. They have not been great. Mickey Moniak especially has not been great since coming to the majors. But I was looking for that lineup uh, to come out. Uh, so that is it for the Better Baseball Podcast. WindailySports.com. Check out everything on our website. We have a ton of content there for you. You can follow me at jjansen 34 on Twitter. That's why where I will be likely uh, kind of keeping track of that lineup for the Phillies, and I'll have any play for you uh, when I do on that game. But follow WindailySports.com for everything. Also, the Zurich Classic starts tomorrow. We have a live stream of that DFS picks. Uh, if you're setting a lineup on FanDuel, aces and bases, uh, you can check out as well. Plenty of content to go through WindailySports.com. We'll be back tomorrow with the Better Baseball Podcast here, WindailySports.com. Dot com.